years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> what you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It, it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh, morning there, Bob. Hey. Man, this one's going to be all over the place, huh? Yeah. This one is going to be uh this is going to be a show today. Um it was a tough weekend, man. And it's still a tough day today and it's going to be a tough week. It's going to be a tough month. It's going to be a tough year. Um, you know, as I'm sure you've heard the news by now, um Pittsburgh rapper, a friend of the show, a friend of the city, uh a legend uh really in the city musically. And just a great kid, a great person, uh, a great man. Mac Miller uh, died Friday at the age of uh, of 26. And, um, you know, I was up here uh, last night getting some of the show ready, going back through some old Mac Miller, uh, you know, interviews, different times, him growing up, mm-hmm. calling the show. And uh, a couple years ago, he sat in uh, on the show with us for about an hour and a half, which you all know from listening, if you've been listening to our show for years, that never happens. First of all, we don't have guests on our show. No. Like, if somebody's got a, an album or a movie to promote, we're not just like, yeah, anybody's welcome on the show. No, we don't have guests on the show. And in-studio guests, whoa. That is uh, that is a rarity. But, you know, I, one of the people who was on the show, probably top three guests mm-hmm. in the history of the show, was Mac Miller. Um. The first time he was up at the radio station was uh, when he was dropping his kids' mixtape. He dropped it from our studio. I remember he was up here with, uh, it was me, Bob, DJ Bonix, who of course is Wiz Khalifa's DJ now and still one of our great, great friends, DJ Bonix. We were all up here. Mac and a couple of his friends were up here. And that was really when you kind of started seeing things take off for Mac like beyond Pittsburgh, where you knew, like, okay, this mixtape is, you know, is going to propel this kid yep. to being known across the country. And that was, um, you know, that was really the first, it wasn't the first time we ever hung out with Mac or anything like that, but that was the first time where we kind of got to use our platform and our station to really kind of, I guess, help promote Mac and help help say hey here's this local rapper here's this kid i remember being so excited about trying to get it to trend on twitter right yeah that's that's all mac and his (laughs) friends cared about was it's funny because somebody actually recorded the video because i didn't think the video existed because back then it wasn't that easy to record somebody's like live stream Mm -hmm. now it's the easiest thing in the world it wasn't that easy like a decade ago or whatever you know so I didn't know it existed, but somebody sent me the video um, over the weekend. I was just like, wow, it's crazy because you see Max so happy to be able to drop this kid's mixtape, which he knows is, you know, his his best work to date at that point. And he's still a teenager at that point. Yeah. And the first thing, yeah, you know, you're talking about how he just wanted to trend. He wanted to have kids <laughs> and Mac Miller trending on Twitter. The first thing he says, and this shows you like how long ago this was too, was he goes in the video, goes, 
silly bands is trending. <laughs> he was so he was so like put off that. Remember silly bands, those stupid bracelets Rubber that would be in, like the shape yeah. of animals and stuff. <laughs> silly bands. Remember those were like popping for, you know, one summer. That was like the first thing Max. He's like, oh, silly bands is trending. Like he's just like, oh man, we gotta we gotta get silly bands out of there. And then of course he dropped the kids mixtape and. You know, best day ever, and then Blue Slide Park, and uh, you know, like uh, like I said, he's been such a a friend of the show over the years, and uh, you know, I, I think if you uh, followed Mac, and you know, even he admitted in plenty of interviews and everything, he he had some some issues, right. you know, he had some uh, substance abuse issues and everything like that, and uh, from everything that I've heard and seen. And even him talking about it openly in interviews, he was past that point of his life. That's why it was so shocking on Friday uh, when you heard the news that he uh, he passed away. So, listen, this is not going to be a four-hour sad Mac Miller tribute show today. So, you're not going to get that. And when I was going through a lot of our old calls and old interviews with Mac and even listening to his music and everything, there's no way in one show we can pay proper tribute to Mac Miller. There, there's no way it's just going to be today's show, the Monday after he passed, this is our Mac Miller show and that's it. This is something that's going to stick with us for a long, long time. And we will be bringing up a lot of Mac's music, a lot of just the moments and it's crazy to see how many different artists paid respect to him and showed love to him um after hearing of him passing like there's not a lot of people in music that get that real love across so many genres yeah it's uh, amazing like like matt got and to be just you know a kid from uh from pittsburgh and everything it's uh he definitely was loved you know uh he was so we're definitely gonna have a lot of mac on the show today but of course you know Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the uh, morning freak show. Steve Tweets is here. Haven't been up at 6 a.m. to listen to the show in a long time, but made sure to be up this morning to hear Mikey and Bob talk about their buddy Mac Miller. Sad weekend for the city. Dude is going to be missed so much. Uh, yeah, and like I said, this isn't just like a, this isn't like a one-day thing. This isn't like a week-long thing, man. He will be missed uh, for for months, for years. Uh it just sucks, man. Mm-hmm. It just—it was such shocking news on Friday to hear uh, that Mac died, especially because everything I heard and saw was that he was in such a better place physically, emotionally. Uh, you know, one of the last interviews I heard from him, he was talking about how he just loves going outside now and, and taking walks, and he's being healthier, and he's working out and going to the gym, and he just couldn't wait to go on this uh this swimming tour his his last album he dropped swimming you know a lot of artists when they start off just kind of stay the same uh i think you get that a lot in hip-hop too is you know when mac first started he's this teenager who just wanted to rhyme on beats but mac had this musical side to him and i think he definitely showed it later in his career and definitely with his last album swimming musically it's such an amazing album like you can't even call mac miller just a rapper that guy was a musician he yeah. knew how to, he knew how to play uh you know <laughs> instruments this wasn't just a guy rhyming on beats his his musical talent was 
was crazy. Like he learned how to produce music. Uh, yeah, it's and just amazing. I, I just, you know, he was just so excited to go out on tour, and that's, you know, that's why a lot of this is just uh, came as such a shock on Friday uh, to hear that he had uh, he had passed away. Uh, you know, and it's it's just been such a sad, depressing weekend. It has rained for like three days straight here in Pittsburgh. It has been just awful weather. It's it's gone from being summertime and fun and happy into the 80s and 90s to like we're in the 60s and 70s. And it's rain. Just, there's floods everywhere. You know, like there's places flooded. There's streets flooded. There's roads closed that, because of floods. And it's just it feel like it's been raining for like three straight days here in Pittsburgh. Um, our friend uh, Edan, who runs ID Labs, a place where God Mac spent so much of his career recording music. Edan tweeted last night hasn't stopped raining in pittsburgh since my friend passed it feels like the city is crying um just to just to show you like what an impact mac miller you know this kid from pittsburgh had about an hour ago lin-manuel miranda just tweeted you know the guy who you know wrote produced hamilton and everything like that (laughs) it's kind of a big deal tweeted a picture of him and mac there's been a better timeline uh, there's been a better timeline than this where Mac Miller is writing new lyrics. Even now, devastated that he left us, grateful for what he left us. And that's something that's going to continue for the next you know, few days, weeks, is just people showing their support and love for Mac Miller, a kid who you know, crossed musical boundaries and you know, brought Pittsburgh. It always represented Pittsburgh. Always loved Pittsburgh. He represented Pittsburgh uncomfortably. (laughs) No matter what. Like, that kid at places where he shouldn't have been wearing a Steelers jersey, a Penguins hat, a pirate shirt, he would. He would always mention Pittsburgh in in all of his interviews, no matter where he was doing it. Um, he, He represented Pittsburgh. That kid never... I mean, he left Pittsburgh. He moved away. Uh, you know, for different opportunities in his career and everything. But, man, that kid. But he never really left Pittsburgh at all. He, he never did. He uh-uh. always represented Pittsburgh uh, throughout his entire life, throughout his entire career. And, uh, you know, it's just it's just sad. He's just going to be missed. And uh, by so many people, so many of his, uh, his, his fans. And, you know, uh, me and Bob have reached out to a lot of his, his friends over the past couple days and everything. And, you know, if you were close to Mac, if you knew Mac uh, personally, if you went to school with Mac, just know that you have so many people thinking about you mm-hmm. um, and everything. And uh, it's just sad what Pittsburgh is uh, is going through. This was a tremendous loss for the city, a tremendous loss for just music. It's It just sucks knowing that uh, this incredible guy. And, you know, I want to apologize because I'm going to keep calling him a kid throughout the show, even though he was 26. Right. Um, he was always a kid to us because we met him when he was when he was in high kid. school. Yeah, you know, really the first was. time we really saw Mac, he was he was rapping at a lunch table, you know, at uh, at at Alderdice. Right. Yep. And he'll kind of always be a kid to us. So I want to apologize if I don't refer to him as a man, even though he obviously was a man, but we will always know him as that, as that kid. And, uh, it's just sad. Like I said, this isn't going to be a four hour Mac Miller, uh, tribute show today or anything. We are going to get into it to more things like Steelers, Facebook comments. Cause they tied the freaking Browns. Did you hear Snoop Dogg, by the way? I am. I'm just 
Like there's the so, roller coaster of emotion Snoop was on. There are so many things that come with Steelers season, like us reading Steelers Facebook comments and people going nuts and overreacting. But I'm telling you, one of the things that I love about Steelers season that I'm so glad is back is, like you said, the roller coaster of emotions that Steeler fan Snoop Dogg goes through on his Instagram during the game. So we'll get into all that. Lots of Mac, lots of Steelers on the show today. It's Mikey and Bob. Uh, Steelers tied the Browns. What? What is that even? How, why? I mean, really? That's, that's how we're coming out of the gate. Tie. 21 to 21 in overtime. Uh, ben threw three interceptions. Didn't he have two fumbles too? Yeah. yeah. The Steelers have six turnovers. Ben was a mess. You know, and I turned on the post game after. And uh, Tunch Ilkin was like, you know, this is a, this is more like a loss for the Steelers. The Browns are going to treat this like a win, but this is a loss for the Steelers. And then I waited until the, the post game was on DV and Stan Savern came on. And he's just like, this feels like a loss for the Steelers. And I bet the Browns are treating this like a win. And it's like, hold on here, older sports gentlemen. No, it's a tie. The Browns are probably looking at this going, you mean to tell me? That Ben fumbled twice through three interceptions. We had six turnovers and we still couldn't beat the freaking Steelers. And nothing. I mean, take, come on. Take the Yinzer glasses off real quick and just think the Steelers weren't the only ones playing this game. The Steelers aren't the only disappointed team here. The Browns could have easily won this game. Easily. Most teams in the NFL, when you turn the ball over six times, you're going to lose. Uh, just about right? anybody but the Browns, we would have been just destroyed by yesterday. Uh, former Steelers offensive coordinator Bruce Arians was in the booth for the game. This was his contribution that is all over the internet. Great play action pass. Saw the tight end backside wide ass open and uh, got it to him. All right, he was talking about Ben throwing <laughs> to Jesse James and referred to it as wide ass open. Great play action pass. Saw the tight end backside wide ass open and uh, got it to him. <laughs> wide ass Bruce open. Bruce Arians is definitely in a meeting today where just like Bruce I know it's your first game out there but you you can't refer to a tight end or anyone as wide ass open on CBS. Great play action pass saw the tight end backside wide ass open and uh, got it to him. Yeah Uh, good job Bruce Arians. Uh, Coach Tomlin after the game just talking about the uh, the tie. You know it's an awkward feeling after a game like that you know you don't know what to feel or to say or to think you know Um, I'm appreciative of of the efforts um, of the men, obviously, it was some extraordinary effort at times. Um, we got to play better. Um, that's what we talked about in there. That's what I told the group. Uh, you turn the ball over the way we did, and you don't get turnovers, particularly in a hostile environment. Yeah. Man, you don't have a very good chance to win. It's because of those efforts we were in the game, you know, um, but not enough to win today. We got to be better. We play and play to win. We didn't win today. Yeah. Um, and uh, the beers stay locked up in Cleveland, right? <laughs> they are locked up, uh, yeah. You know, it's been very well documented now that in uh, a bunch of uh, Cleveland area bars and in the press box at the stadium. Did you see that? There's one in the press box. Locked up. Giant uh, they, fridge. They have a, a big Bud Light cooler full of Bud Lights that has a padlock on it that says, you know, it says something like, you know, unlock when the Browns win, because they haven't won in so long. You know what? They've won one game in the past two years. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they tie the Steelers. And it's like, oh, sorry. 
The, it clearly states on the Budweiser fridge, you cannot unlock until the Browns win. Like at those bars that that, that fridge is at? Like <laughs> they want to unlock it so bad. How bad were people huddled around for that field goal kick? Like huddled around the fridge just waiting for it to unlock. And then, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the field goal where Boswell, it's just like, oh, man, well, here it goes. The Steelers are going to win the beers day long. And it's like, oh, Boswell missed all oh, the beers. The beers are back in play. Everybody runs over to the fridge. Yeah, and then T.J. Watt. Block, I, I mean, were people just waiting there? Can you see? I imagine a bar owner with the key. The key is in the lock, and they are ready to turn it as the Browns are going for the game-winning overtime field goal, and then T.J. Watt blocks it. And some bar owner has to then remove the key from the padlock, take it back behind the bar, and just go, sorry. It's close, but technically, not today. We we can't do it. Uh, it's a mess. Uh, the Steelers, you know, they don't start off with a win. They don't start off with. I don't even know what that is. I don't even. Know what, I, do you feel good about that because they played so bad and had six turnovers, but technically didn't lose? I don't think a lot of people feel good about it. I don't really feel horrible about it. Uh, I will say this one thing: the NFL is so close to unwatchable. My God, all those penalties. There were a it lot. Is such a lot. an unwatchable. It's so. I, I just I don't know what all the rules and the pen it's just so much it's it's it just drags on forever it's it's almost like it I was so bored watching that game it's mm-hmm. just a slop fest uh regardless the Steelers start oh oh and one I don't know uh, a lot of the show today, we're going to be uh, paying tribute and just reflecting back on life of just a Pittsburgh uh, music legend, uh, Mac Miller, dead at the age of 26, passed away on Friday. Uh, Mac's family released a statement saying Malcolm McCormick, known and adored by fans as Mac Miller, has tragically passed away at the age of 26. He was a bright light in this world for his family, friends, and fans. Thank you for your prayers. Mac's mom, Karen, posted a picture of her and Mac at a Pirates game with a broken heart emoji. Um, fellow Pittsburgh rapper, musician Wiz Khalifa, tweeted out praying for Mac's family and that he rest easy. Uh, so many different um, artists, bands paying tribute to Mac. Uh, Maroon 5 uh, dedicated a song to Mac over the weekend. g Easy, J. Cole, Drake, Elton John. Did you see this? Did Elton you hear this? John, the Elton yeah. John thing? Elton yeah. John uh, dedicated Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me to Mac Miller over the weekend. This was uh, from Elton John. I don't even know where this was. I would like to dedicate this song to Mac Miller, who unbelievably, 26 years of age, passed away yesterday. It's, uh, it's inconceivable that someone as young and has so much talent could do that. And I just would like to pass all of our love and best wishes to his loved ones, his family, his friends. Mac, wherever you are, I hope you're happy now. Okay? Man, that's crazy. That just speaks to what an impact uh, Mac made on the people that knew him, that he met, or may have just listened to his music. I mean, Elton John. Such a wide range of artists, too. Yeah. Just complete respect for him. Yeah, there's not, you know... I mean, there's there's legendary artists, yeah. But somebody that young and man, just being a Pittsburgh kid. I mean, to have Drake dedicate his show over the weekend to Mac Miller and Elton John also doing the same thing. It's crazy how many people he uh, he touched and respected him. Uh, all the Pittsburgh sports teams uh, paying tribute to Mac. 
on social media over the weekend. Uh, the Steelers tweeting out, and everybody has pictures, of course, of Mac at a game wearing their jerseys because, I mean, he was Pittsburgh through and <laughs> right? through. The Pirates tweeted out, uh, we lost a member of our Pittsburgh family. Our hearts go out to the family and friends of Mac Miller. We'll miss you, Mac. The Steelers tweeting out, RIP Mac Miller. Thanks for being a great Steelers fan. The Penguins tweeting out, we lost a member of our Pittsburgh family. Mac Miller was not just a part of music. He was a part of our town. Our thoughts and prayers go out to his family, friends, and fans. Your friends on Fifth Ave will remember you fondly. I know somebody uh, tweeted us earlier that there's like a petition going around to have Party on Fifth Ave as like the new Penguins goal song or something. Maybe they play that as like a victory song or something. You know, that would work, yeah. After they win and the horns go off, you know, Party on Fifth Ave starts playing. I don't know, but... Um, that was really nice with the uh, what everybody said, but especially the Penguins there uh, paying tribute to Mac Miller. And like I said, I mean, the list can go on and on. We'll keep reading tweets of of different artists who respected Mac. And, uh, you know, like I said, this can't be a one day Mac Miller tribute show because there's just too much uh, that we want to say that we want to uh, reflect on. Uh, we're going to try to maybe like for today in freak show history, you know, we do that every day at 7am, right? Maybe this week we'll take you back to a moment that Mac was on our show, whether he was in the studio or called the show. Maybe we'll do that every day around seven o'clock this week for today in freak show history. So we kind of, you know, bring I mean, back we had those some moments. funny moments with that kid on our show. Well, it was, it was great because no matter how big and famous Mac got, even when he had blue slide park, which yeah. was the number one album in uh, historically independently that had never been done in hip hop before. And it was, it was crazy, but every time he was on our show, we would just sit here and mm-hmm. we just BS about Pittsburgh. Yep. That was it. I mean, most of the Mac stuff will play over the, the, the next week or two. It's all just Pittsburgh stuff. It's it's a little bit about music, yeah, but it's about uh, going to Kennywood. It's about the Steelers. You know, it's about going to uh, you know shop for generic uh, sports gear down in the Strip District. <laughs> yep, it, it's yep. uh, just just sad loss for the city and for his family and friends. Just know we're thinking of you, uh, Mac Miller. Tragically gone at the age of uh, of uh, of twenty six. Mike and Bob, 96.1 KISS. It is the uh, morning freak show. Post Malone tweeting out his reaction to the passing of uh, Mac Miller. Damn it, you were such an incredible person. You changed so many lives, had so much love in your heart. You inspired me throughout high school, and I wouldn't be where I was today without you. Never a more kind and sincere and beautiful person. I blanking love you, Mac. Post Malone's reaction to the passing of uh Pittsburgh, just rap music legend, just an overall great kid, Mac Miller, uh, dead at the age of uh, 26. Now, I said um, we're going to be working in a lot of Mac into the show, not just today, but throughout the month, week, I don't know, years to come. Um, It's a huge loss for the city. It's a huge loss for his family. It's a huge loss for his friends. It's a huge loss for his fans. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're going to go back to some of those moments where Mac – uh, was on the show with us every day this week, right around 7 o'clock for today in Freak Show History. As always, brought to us um, by our friends at Moe's Southwest Grill. Welcome to Moe's. Uh, so for today in Freak Show History, I want to take everybody back. Uh, Mac was with us. Uh, this was 2015, so this was like three years ago, mm-hmm. just talking about the Steelers. Mac was uh, it was very well documented. He was good friends with uh, with Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell, hey, listen, I know, put your Le'Veon, all what you're thinking about him, in the business side of it and what's happening with that aside now, uh, Le'Veon was a guy who was friends with Mac Miller. Um, I saw 
one of Mac's friends tweet out a picture of Le'Veon and Mac playing Madden together after the draft a couple of years ago, and Mac just telling Le'Veon, just like, you know, whatever it takes, I just Steeler want you life. to be a Steeler for life, man. And, uh, you know, Le'Veon did tweet out a few things about Mac over the weekend, and he, you know, I mean, think what you want about Le'Veon Bell and the business stuff going on with the Steelers right now. That guy lost a really good friend, too, as a lot of us did with the passing of uh, of Mac Miller. But for today in Freak Show history, we take you back just talking Steelers with Mac Miller. Uh, back in 2015. Here we go. Today in Freak Show History. Today in Freak Show History. Mac Miller in the studio with hey. us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we know you're friends with a lot of the Steeler players. How do you think this uh, this season's going to go? Le'Veon guaranteed me that we'd be no worse than 12 and 4. 12 and 4? That's what he said. You know, it must be true then. That's that's good though because yeah. he wouldn't lie. He wouldn't lie. No players are ever going to say a prediction. Like right. if, if somebody asks Le'Veon Bell, like, how do you think you guys are going to do this year? You know, so many people give programmed answers like, oh, you know, I trust in the team and I love my teammates and we'll do okay. Hopefully we have a good record. 12 and 4. But Max says, 12 and 4, Le'Veon Bell. He's <laughs> throwing said, it out there. I I, I know I hit him back. I said, nah, 15 and 4. 15 and you 4. Know what I mean? There you go. Take it to get, the top. Get to yeah, number that, seven that, would be, that would be uh, the stairway to seven. That is. And we know stairway to seven because of all like the generic strip district <laughs> shirts. That <laughs> that you, know, you, you go down to the strip district A and they of, sell those bootleg shirts for just like years and years so and great. years. What's the, what's the place called that's on the corner that's so yinzed out with all the black and gold gear? Dude, I don't, Isn't I don't it even just know. called like yinzers or something? I, I really think, think it is called yinzers. <laughs> Does it even have an official name, know, or is yeah. it just like the spot on the yeah, corner? I don't think it has a name. It just either. has carts out around, you know, all the way around. It's the corner. next level. It's next level. Like when we trade for a player, there's a jersey there that day. Yeah. It's crazy oh, how it's, they can it, do that. It's definitely not the official jersey though. It's no, like the but who straight, wants one of those? Straight from China knockoff bootleg. <laughs> just like oh, Steelers sign Michael Vick, twenty five dollars. <laughs> Looks a little sketchy I'm though. I'm buying. I'm definitely buying. That just shows you what kind of kid Mac was, and he. Was Pittsburgh through and through, you know, mm-hmm. just talking about strip district shirts with them. I mean, this was a couple years ago after he'd already had a number one album. Yep. Uh, Jeff tweets here, Mikey and Bob playing old clips of Mac being on their show. Didn't know I'd be crying at seven o'clock this morning. It's okay to cry. I mean, if you knew Mac and you were uh, like, you didn't even need to know Mac or have ever met Mac Miller to be almost uncomfortably affected by his passing for a lot of people the most important time musically in your life I think for most of us is when you're in high school and when you're in college Mm -hmm. I feel like that is the time of your life for most of us when you're absorbing the most music and the music means most to you in a lot of us as you get older you could be 10 15 years 20 30 years removed from high school and college and you're still talking about the music you used to listen to in high school and college. That's the music that stuck with you. That's the music that in your life meant the most to you. And for a lot of kids, especially in this city, Mac Miller and Wiz Khalifa them. were the soundtrack to their mm-hmm. high school and college. So when Mac unexpectedly passes away way too early at the age of 26, you know, that's not just... Mac passing away, that is the person who made a large part of your high school and college soundtrack. You know, maybe the first time you fell in love, maybe the, 
you know, some of the greatest parties you'll ever be at at your life. Like, there was that run where Pittsburgh was hip-hop music. Yep. There was a period where Mac and Wiz were, like, two of the biggest titans in hip-hop. And any, everything they were putting out was working. And uh, for a lot of people, and especially a lot of kids, high school, college, that was the soundtrack to their lives. So when you get the unexpected news that Mac had passed away at just 26 years old, it affects you bad. Whether you had ever personally met Mac or known him or anything, it it affects you bad because you feel like that was the person who made the music to so much of your life. Yep. And you just know that he's not making music anymore. And it's okay if that affects you in a, in a way that's almost shocking and uncomfortable to you that like, why am I so, you know, I didn't meet this guy. How, how am I so sad that Mac Miller died? Because he was part of your life. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's okay, man. It's okay to cry. It's okay to have just, uh, you know, sad feelings about this. But it's also, it's also okay to reflect on his music and just how funny of a guy he was, you know? I mean, just the thing we played for today in Freak Show History. And like I said, we're going to be doing that all week, you know, just looking back on. He was such an easy kid to talk to. And I want to apologize again. I'm going to refer to him as a kid because I know he was a man and I know he was 26 years old, but I'm t- I'm telling you we knew him for like a decade and we knew him when he was you know that kid rapping that, at Alderdice that and kid. you know he dropped his kids mixtape which really blew up and put him on the the national kind of map with that mixtape. He he was up here in the studio when he dropped it. Um and we've just always known him as a kid. And, you know, I put out this picture of that day of me and him. And uh, I remember when we took this picture, it's me. And I, if you know from listening to the show, I'm very tall. I'm six foot nine. Um, and Mac, you know, at the time when he dropped the kids mixtape, you know, he, he was still in high school then, right? I think. Or maybe he just graduated. Whatever. Just he was graduated. still a teenager. Mm-hmm. So he's standing next to me. And Mac wasn't a very tall person at all. So he's standing next to me, literally looking up at me. <laughs> and I think like the first time I ever like put it out on social media or anything or whatever I look back at, I always say me and my son Malcolm, because I, I look like his dad because I'm just so tall, you know, and he looks like he could be my son. It's, uh, you know, he was such a great kid. And, um, you know, his music uh like we were saying earlier in the show, he just grew as an artist. Like when he was that teenage kid, uh, you know, growing up here and stuff, he was, you know, just rapping over beats and stuff. But musically, he had so much talent. And you saw that with his albums as he progressed. And especially his last album that he left us with, Swimming. It's like, you can't even call that a rap album. Mm-mm. That's not a hip hop album. That's just like, that's just like a musical. You know, full circle instrumentation, yeah, lyrics, yeah. and everything, putting songs together, and um, yeah, it's just an incredible loss just talented, for the man. for the just city. Talented. And it, listen, it's okay if you're not over it from the weekend. Um, this is not going to be a one or two day thing that Pittsburgh is just like, wow, Max, Max gone. This is going to take a while. This is going to hurt for a long time. He was such a part of Pittsburgh, and man, that kid never forgot. And never, um, 
left the city behind. He always represented Pittsburgh to the fullest, almost uncomfortably, uh, the way he represented Pittsburgh. Uh, just so sad to uh, to lose Mac on uh, Friday. So the Steelers open the season with just a disaster of a game. Six turnovers. Ben had three interceptions, two fumbles. Uh, the Steelers tie the Browns 21 to 21 in overtime, and then we read the Facebook comments. Beware, we are going to a very deep, dark place on the internet. Yep. Everyone is a GM, uh-huh. yep. everyone is a coach, yep. everyone is going to get traded. Everything, Everything sucks. sucks. It's time for Steelers Facebook comments. Week one. Week I mean, one. they didn't lose. They didn't Week win. One. It's a tie. Week I mean, one. of course, you wanted them to be. It's a tie. I don't even know how to feel about a tie. It's just there, right? Uh, Steelers 21-21 tying the uh, Browns. Steelers uh, Facebook comments. Facebook comments on the show always brought to us by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Uh, Jack P. cannot even beat the Browns. Season is over before it even started. There it is. Week one and we're wow. done. Already done. Week one and we're done. It's over. Uh, Mike D, another awful performance against the garbage team. How is Mike Tomlin still the coach? Every other team in the league would have fired the bum years ago. Not true. Connor not having two hands on the ball. Terrible coaching. Sutton letting a receiver get behind him not once but twice on back-to-back plays. Terrible coaching. 20 million penalties. Terrible coaching. Not beating the Browns. Losers 17 in a row. Terrible coaching. And losing to the Browns should be an automatic dismissal. A tie to the Browns is a loss. How many passes does Tomlin get? I mean, there, there's a lot you can blame on coaching. James Conner's fumble. You put that on. You put that on Tomlin. A tie. Like, it's it's uh, not a loss either. I mean, we're gonna. I don't know what it is. It's just fact, there, right? We're in a fact check. Yeah. Uh, Matt R here. Tomlin had months to prepare for the Browns. He runs a weak camp. Can't get his team prepared, and the blank stare was in display all second half. Going backwards while the weaker teams are improving. Wake up, Ronnies! No more rings the with Ron- cheerleader Tomlin. That's right. The Ronnies That's got right. called in? That's right. The Ronnies. <laughs> uh, Rick B. And so, I mean, it's the Steelers Facebook comments are the same every week. Hey, Ronnies, it's, wake it's, up. It's the same people probably bitching, making the same <laughs> spelling errors. and It's the same, right? Rick B. Reality is that starters and playmakers don't play together as a unit in the preseason anymore. In the past... They did. In the 70s, they had six oh preseason boy. games. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Oh, we're Rick, back in the 70s. Rick went full back in my day. Rick's in the 70s Rick again. Rick time machined it up. Uh-oh. Back in the 70s, Uh-oh. there used to be six preseason games. Mike Tomlin, look around and learn how to lead a team like Chuck Noll and Bill Cowher did. Whoa. Oh, Week one. Wow. Wow. Tie the Browns. We time traveled. Somebody whipped their 70s out <laughs> and whipped their Noel and Cower out. That's Car. a lot to be That's a lot to be whipping out Noel in week 1. Noel and Car. Betty W, I think I'll root for the Ravens this season. Go to hell, Betty. Eat a turd, Betty. Go to hell and eat a turd, Betty. Great. I mean, who puts that on the Steelers Facebook page as a Steeler fan after a week 1 tie? Betty does. I think I'll root for the Ravens this season. I just can't take more last quarter collapses, penalties, poor play. Tonkin just seems lost. That is T-O-N-K-I-N. Tonkin just seems lost. He seems stunned. Maybe I'll try Baltimore. There goes Betty. She is now a Ravens fan after week one.
I mean, you were never a Steeler fan to begin with after a week one tie if you're gone to Baltimore. Maybe I'll try Baltimore. Mark W., no one in the secondary is going to stop anyone. I keep telling you people all preseason, defense sucks. So tell me now, loudmouths, you know who you are. Tell me how great this defense is. <laughs> the loudmouths. Did he put the caps on? He Please did. That's why, that's why I'm on. yelling. The okay. caps are on. Tell me now, loudmouths, you know who you are. Tell me how great this defense is. Burn sucks. Dupree sucks. Ben's doing the same BS from last year, throwing interceptions. Steelers playing a better team will get busted up. This team is going nowhere. The season is over. Oh, man. I mean, week one. And the season. Week one tie, and that's a lot. Season's gone. Loudmouths. Uh, let's go with Ralph H. <laughs> Hell no, Tomlin need to go. Talking all them big words and can't coach. And Ben ain't no better. Need to bench his ass. That's right. Week one tie. Ben getting benched already. David K. Steelers Facebook comments after they tie the Browns in week one. David K. Ben stunk. His awful play lost this game. I didn't watch, but I am happy that Art the second and Tomlin had their butts kicked. I mean, they did tie. Tomlin really should be canned if they don't make it to the AFC title game at the very least, or if he loses to the Browns. But he didn't watch. Reading the summary of this game seems reasonable that awful, uh, seems to resemble that awful October loss to Jacksonville. Connor held up his end, but had been failed big time. Alberto S. Tomlin. You are no boss. Send them back walking from Cleveland. No discipline or respect. And Ben a bum with too much freedom. And we'll end here. The final Steelers Facebook comments as they tie the Browns from Logan S. Roethlisberger look like Asperger. Uh, by the way, if you drop a burger on your carpet, call our friends over at Zero Res Carpet Care to get the burger stain out. The best carpet cleaners around, Zero Res Carpet Care, is who me and Bob have out to our house to clean our carpets and our air ducts. Kids are back in school now. It's time to get your house smelling fresh and clean for the fall. Zero Res Carpet Care time. Did, did we just have a week one ass burger? We just had a we had a fire Tonkin. Somebody whipped their cower out. Somebody whipped the 70s out. Somebody whipped the 70s out. Um, of course, the city lost uh, a friend, lost a family member, lost a talent on Friday, 26 years old, the passing of, uh, of Mac Miller. Um, we wanted to kind of remember Mac in different ways this morning and this week. We're going to play a lot of clips from our show of when Mac was in the studio with us, when Mac called the show, but also Mac was music he was more than just a rapper mac uh, knew how to play multiple instruments mm -hmm. uh he knew how to produce his ass off he was uh, a true musician so uh we wanted to take the time this morning to go back and play and just reflect on some of mac miller's music so again text tweet do what you got to do call some of your friends and just uh you know let them know that mikey and bob are going to be playing some mac songs this morning uh, we miss you, Mac. My regrets look just like texts I shouldn't send. And I got neighbors that more like strangers. We could be friends. I just need a way out.
Such a great person. He mm-hmm. loved Pittsburgh. He was Pittsburgh. Uh, Mac, wherever you are, Pittsburgh, we all miss you down here, man. I'm just trying to represent the city. I'm not trying to be the coolest, be anything but someone that works hard and loves the place he's from. He loved his city, and his city loved him. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. Thoughts and prayers from 96.1 KISS. Snoop Dogg. Uh, tweeting about Mac Miller. So sad you're gone, young Mac. God bless your family. Pittsburgh, we lost a real one today. And then he was putting clips uh, out on his social media <laughs> when him and Mac were in Scary Movie 5 together. <laughs> Listen, I did not see Scary Movie 5. I never even know this existed until <laughs> so, Snoop put these up. I was seeing these clips of Snoop Dogg and Mac Miller pulling guns on, like, uh, you know, like the... 
like little demon girls that look like they were from the ring or something like that. Like I've never seen these clips before because I never saw Scary Movie 5. I had no idea that there were these scenes with Snoop Dogg and Mac Miller from Scary Movie 5. I'm sitting there like I'm, I'm seeing them for the first time over this weekend. It's crazy. Let's get into Snoop Dogg, though, because it's Steelers season and one of our favorite things is back. Snoop was watching. Snoop Dogg reacting to a Steelers game on Instagram. This is one of our favorite things during the, I feel like we need like uh I feel like we need like show imaging to introduce this right, because like every every week this is like a, a thing on our show. Intro, yeah. All right, so of course the Steelers it you know, it was kind of a mess in Cleveland. The weather was sloppy. The Steelers the six turnovers, Ben was fumbling, throwing interceptions. Things went bad. 21 to 21. They don't lose, they don't win. It's a tie. I don't even know what to think about it. It was just meh. It was just out there. Let's go through the emotions of the Steelers Browns 21 to 21 tie in overtime with Snoop Dogg. This is Snoop Dogg very excited. We had to beep a lot of this because Snoop Dogg just lets it fly. He had to beep a lot of this. This is Snoop Dogg pregame. He's fired up. Sunday morning, it's football time. Steelers, where we at? Let's go, Steelers. We better not lose to the mother Browns. I don't give a who there or who ain't there. We better not lose to the mother Browns. Them ain't won a game in three years. Don't let today be the day. I'm just saying. Le'Veon, get your money, man. We waiting on you, cuz. Stellar Nation. Let's go, y'all. All right, let's go, y'all. Le'Veon, get your money. Pumped Better up, not yeah. lose to the Browns. So then the game starts. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. I mean, that. listen, we're going to keep that clip and play that right. all year right, right there, right? Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. All right. Get his ass yeah. back. Get him. Hold on to him. All right. Here we go, Steelers. Yeah, Snoop. Yeah, all by myself. Watching me game all by myself. I don't know what's happening here. All by me lonely watching the game because I don't want any eruptions. Right. When my Steelers... Steelers are in destruction. Shout out to all the Steelers fans around the whole world. Y'all know what it is. Steeler Nation. I mean, Snoop Dogg is just like a lot of us. You don't want to be interrupted. You might not even want other people watching the Steelers game it's all uh, with you. Now, this is the point where Snoop Dogg gets extremely confident. This is probably later in the fourth quarter. They're up by two touchdowns. The Browns can't do anything. And you're thinking the Steelers got this in the back. Snoop Dogg is already thinking the Steelers are 1-0. And he's thanking former Steelers offensive coordinator, who he's called out publicly a few times before Todd Haley. First of all, I want to thank Todd Haley for calling him bull**t plays for the Cleveland Browns. How great is that? Thank you, Todd Haley. And helping our defense out to the team for staying down without Le'Veon, to the backs, linemen, yep. DBs, yep. defense in general, special teams, coaches. Yep. Hey, man, we want to know. Cleveland, y'all not going to be dancing on us tonight. <laughs> Snoop, Snoop's already calling it over. Snoop's got to pump the brakes. It's already over. Snoop's already saying we're 1-0. Obviously, then the Browns come back. They tie the game. Now, this is where the Browns were about to kick that game-winning field goal, right? Yeah. Um, this is where they, they think that uh, – this is where Snoop Dogg thinks that the Steelers are going to lose on this field goal, right? The f- Cleveland Browns? Yep. We lost to the Cleveland Browns. Already thinks it's done. This got to be the worst day of my life, though. <laughs> I don't f- understand how we lose – don't nobody call my phone. Leave me the f- alone. Yep. Don't bother me. Don't text me. Leave me the f- alone. I mean, I mean, how many people felt exactly like that? Snoop Dogg, I'm telling you, he goes through those Yinzer Steeler emotions. Don't call me. Don't text me. Leave me alone when the Steelers lose. But then, of course, TJ Watt blocks the field goal in overtime, so it's a tie. Snoop Dogg realized that. So Snoop Dogg has run the emotions now. 
from thank you Todd Haley for calling those BS plays. We're one and zero. One and zero. Yeah. To, oh God, we're gonna lose to the Browns. This is the worst day of my life. And then T.J. Watt blocks it. T.J. Watt saves us. We gonna tie these. Sorry, mother. It's better than a loss. Tie. We suck, man. Man, y'all mother better pay Le'Veon to quit. Good, man. I, I love how it just all ends with we suck. We better pay Le'Veon. <laughs> All the emotions of a true Yinza right there. Snoop Dogg reacting to the Browns tie. Um, of course, we're uh, reflecting and looking back a lot on uh, our friend, Pittsburgh's friend, uh, Mac Miller, passed away at the age of 26 on uh, Friday. There are so many uh, different tributes, people paying uh, their respects and uh, kind of showing love to Mac over the weekend in their concerts. Elton John, Drake, J. Cole, g Easy, uh, Maroon 5. Um, Andrew McCutcheon tweeted a nice tribute to uh, to Mac. Andrew McCutcheon uh, tweeting, Mac Miller was Pittsburgh. My last encounter with him was when I was on the Pirates and he came to a game in L.A. He sat right next to our dugout and cheered throughout the entire game, literally standing and screaming every time I ran in from defense, you will be missed, bro. R.I.P. I mean, that's Mac right that's there. That's him, man. yeah, right? That's just, uh, that's just Yinzer Mac. On a uh, Pittsburgh Pirates road game, Doesn't just going where. nuts for Kutch, probably wearing a Pirates yeah, jersey. Repping Pittsburgh. Uh, Ariana Grande, who uh, dated Mac for a while, uh, shared a photo of him on Instagram. I think uh, the comments are disabled on her Instagram right now because people, of course, were saying uh, pretty mean things. Yeah. Um, after the news came that Mac had uh, passed, but so many people showing love. Chance the rapper. I don't know what to say. Mac Miller took me on my second tour ever. But beyond helping me launch my career, he was one of the sweetest guys I ever knew. Great man. I loved him for real. I'm completely broken. God bless him. This hurts so bad. If you love someone, make sure you tell him. That's from, you know, one of the biggest rappers out right now, Chance the Rapper. And it's crazy to think uh, that he was like an opening act yeah. on one of uh, one of Mac's tours and really gave uh, gave Chance the uh, the chance, I guess, to, uh, to shine and really... You know, show him what going on tours like and everything, and giving him that stage when Mac was, you know, at somewhat of his height of popularity. Right. Takes this guy that we all know now, Chance the Rapper, <laughs> that everybody just, knows, just an yeah. opening act. Uh, which is crazy to even think because you know when Mac and and Wiz did their Under the Influence tour, one of the first openers on the tour was this guy called Kendrick Lamar. I mean, it's crazy. There was this period in hip hop, I'm telling you, to where the Kendricks. The Jay Coles, even like Post Malone, all these you know, Chance the Rapper, all these big, you know, powerful names in hip hop right now were influenced so much. So much. From that run where Mac and Wiz kind of had this, this just kind of weird Pittsburgh stranglehold on hip hop, right? And it's good to see all these artists that were influenced. Uh, g Easy tweeting out, completely devastated and heartbroken. I'm at a loss for words, Mac. You were like a brother to me and were there for me in the hardest of times, especially this summer. I can't believe this is real. Actor Seth Rogen tweeting out, rest in peace, Mac. I was texting with him a week ago trying to be in his video, which was so exciting because I'm a fan of his as an artist and a person. This is surreal and terrible. Quest Love from The Roots. Plays in uh, the band of Jimmy Fallon. You know, Questlove tweeting out, Mac was one of the nicest, coolest dudes, man. This is so sad. Ryan Tedder from uh, One Republic. Mm -hmm. Mac, you were super nice, funny, and warm dude. I really enjoyed the time we got to hang together in the studio. Pittsburgh for life, man. 
you will be missed. Uh, rapper J. Cole, who I was just talking about, you know, all these rappers are influenced by Mac. Rest in peace to the great soul Mac Miller. This is a message to anybody in the game going through something. If you don't feel right, if you feel like you have a substance problem, if you need an ear to vent, if you're uncomfortable talking to people around you, please reach out to me. Uh, Charlie Puth. Uh, tweeting out, I can't keep losing friends like this. I wish I spent more time with you these past weeks. I'm so sorry. Rest in peace, Mac. You wrote the soundtrack to my college years, and I'm so happy I got to know you. This really, this really, really sucks. It's not real. I'm waiting for you to call me and say it was just a joke. I texted your phone before I know you got it. That's from uh, Charlie Puth. I said this earlier. It's not just losing Mac that hurts so much for so many people. And if you're one of those people wondering why this is such a loss, you got to understand, like I said before, the most important time in most people's life musically is their high school and college years. Even if you're even if you're a little older and you're listening to the show right now, you might not even like popular music as it is today. Right. You might listen to some hip hop today and just go, "What the hell is that garbage?" Because for most people, their favorite music in the most fondest musical time they look back at are their high school and college years. Like Charlie Puth was tweeting, reflecting on Mac. Because it sets all those moments. You wrote the soundtrack to my college years. It's like a soundtrack. That's where you're maybe going to the greatest parties of of your life. That's where you're making new friends. That's where you might fall in love for the first time. That's where you might meet your spouse. That's where you're really figuring out who you are as a person. And for so many kids, God, especially in Pittsburgh, of course, especially in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. Mac that was it. and Wiz Khalifa were that soundtrack. Mm-hmm. So in most of these, a lot of these kids are now as, as Mac's music grew up as he grew up. And you can tell, uh, you know, I mean, go back and listen to the kids album as compared to his last album, Swimming, he put out. Right. It, they're oceans apart musically, you know? Mac just grew as an artist. And for a lot of people who grew up in high school and college listening to Mac's music, they grew up with Mac's music too, you know? They evolved as a person. They got into their, you know, real adult jobs. Maybe they're, you know, settled down, had a family, had a kid and stuff like that. And that wasn't just us in Pittsburgh, though. It's like all those artists that you just listed off. Like yeah. The exact same thing for all those guys. And it's and kids yeah. it's kids all over the country. It's wild. So how many people he touched? If you're really wondering why it it hurts so bad and why so many people are taking the loss of Mac Miller so bad, it's not just losing Mac. It's losing the guy who is responsible for so many of those moments of your life to where, you know, whatever you were doing in the background, you had Mac Miller playing, driving around in your car with your friends just BSing. You know, you're listening to uh, Party on Fifth Ave or Frick Park Market or the Blue Slide Park album. And to just have a guy like Blue Slide Park was released independently and was the number one album in the country. Do you know how hard it is to have a number one album? He named it after this random (laughs) slide in Pittsburgh. He had a song called Frick Park Market where he shot the video in this little like deli store. It's almost uncomfortable how much he loved and represented Pittsburgh. And so for so many people, he was the he was the high school, he was the college soundtrack to where even if you liked or maybe you didn't like Max's latest work as much as you liked those or moments, you, just, you loved him cuz he is from Pittsburgh, you know. 
that music that he put out for so many in their high school and college years was the soundtrack. That's why for so many people, this loss is more than just losing Mac. It's just like a part of you, man. And it just, uh, it sucks, especially for all of us here in Pittsburgh, because no matter how big he got, no matter how many albums he sold, that kid, and I keep calling him a kid, man, because we, you know, we first saw him when he's rapping at Alder Dice, like in the lunchroom, somebody's just doing a beat on the, <laughs> on the like cafeteria table. And, you know, he was up in the studio with us when, and, and DJ Bonix, our friend who's Wiz's DJ, he was up here at 961 Kiss when he dropped the kids mixtape. And we always just look at him as that kid, even though I know he did grow up into a man, but he was always just like that kid to us, man. And it's just a sad loss, man. And like I said, it's not just, uh, well, it's the Monday after Mac passed away. Mikey and Bob are going to be sad for a show. This is a loss that's going to hurt for weeks. It's going to hurt for months. It's going to hurt for years for a long time for us, Pittsburgh. So um, rest in peace to Mac Miller, all mm-hmm. his friends, family, his fans, where you are uh, thinking of you because it's definitely a difficult thing to get through. And we miss you and we love you and we're thinking about you, Mac. Catherine uh, just tweets us here. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram. It's the same for both at FS Mikey, at FS Big Bob. You guys nailed it talking about Mac Miller this morning. It wasn't my favorite kind of music, but I'm gutted about this. Pittsburgh lost one of its heroes. Uh, yeah, you didn't have to uh, necessarily like or love Mac Miller's music to just uh, respect what he meant to Pittsburgh and how he just represented Pittsburgh, no matter how big he got or anything like that, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, even even things like... I know Ed Sheeran posted something on Instagram just about, you know, missing Mac and what a great guy he was. When Ed Sheeran was in town, Mac, Mac took him to like... A, where was that? Like some hole in the wall bar in like Squirrel Hill or yeah, something yeah, like they, that? They and nobody drinking. even recognized him. Uh-huh. Like that just shows you like what kind of person Mac was. Like Ed's in town. Like they literally went and played like pool. <laughs> it's awesome. Did Cardi B throw a shoe at Nicki Minaj this weekend? What happened with that? I, did, I didn't see the video yet. Yeah, some fancy <laughs> event there both at, I guess. This was at uh, Fashion Week in New York at the Harper's Bazaar Icons Party. Uh, the details here, uh, everybody was waiting to watch a performance by Christina Aguilera. Nicki Minaj was taking a photo with Kelly Rowland and Lala Anthony when Cardi B walked past. Reportedly, Nicki deliberately stepped on Cardi's train, like her dress train, which led to a scuffle. Cardi B got hit, and part of her wig was pulled off. Is this real life? There's she, video of this, she right? She lost wig, yeah. Then Cardi threw her shoe at Nicki Minaj. And uh, the whole like ass area of Cardi's dress was ripped off. Oh, God. So she's ass out throwing shoes. You never want to lose your wig and have the ass out of your dress. That is a that's bad. When Cardi uh, left the party, she had a bump on her forehead and the back of her dress was torn. In photos, she's barefoot, which would make sense if she lost a shoe along the way, uh, throwing it at Nicki Minaj. So there was like a legit scuffle at Fashion Week in New York between Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, which I think I think they have taken some shots at each other, especially Nicki at Cardi. Because I don't think Nicki Minaj is very happy for Cardi B's success. Cardi B kind of took over her her spot, you know? Yeah. And yeah. with Nicki's last album kind of flopping a little bit, she's got to be angry at Cardi B. Like, Nicki hasn't had a big radio hit in a while. No, no. Cardi B has. So I, I get why Nicki Minaj maybe feels a little jealous, has a little hate, maybe takes some submersive shots at Cardi B. You just kind of knew something like this was coming? Yeah. I just didn't but expect the, the ass out of a dress and a wig gone. Wigs and ass out. Shoe and shoe throwing. 
On the other side, though, how about Drake and Meek Mill squashing their beef and coming together over the weekend? Drake was doing a show in Boston. Now, this goes back to 2015. Meek Mill had Drake on his album. This was like three years ago. Meek Mill had Drake on his album. Meek Mill was like shocked when he found out that Drake didn't write his entire verse. He was just like, what do you mean Drake didn't write this? Like he has ghostwriters, which means Drake's paying people to write rhymes for him, right? Right, right, right. It's a pretty common thing in music, especially in hip hop. It's a pretty common thing. Meek Mill, though, doesn't do it. So when he found out that Drake didn't write the verse that he gave Meek for his album, he called him out and he's like, I can't believe he, what do you mean he doesn't write this? So then Drake obviously got upset and completely just buried Meek Mill with this song back to back. He actually made two diss songs, but back to back was, I mean, it was, it was vicious. Meek then went to prison. He's since been released and publicly said his Drake uh, beef was kind of over. Drake did a show in Boston, kind of unexpectedly to everybody, brought Meek Mill out. What did Meek perform? Dreams and Nightmares? Mm -hmm. Everybody got hype. Drake's going nuts on stage. It looked ridiculous. It was... It looked ridiculous. It was a pretty special uh, hip-hop moment. And then, you know, there's been things, I guess, going on with Drake and Kanye. I'll give you a little background on this. Um, Kanye, of course, has rapper Pusha T under his good music kind of label and stuff like that. Pusha T was in a beef with Drake. Pusha T publicly called out that, hey, Drake has an, uh, a son that he's hiding and is, you know hasn't talked about publicly. And then... Drake never really went fully back at Pusha T because people said it would ruin careers. Right. Kanye West's career. So then there was this thread on Twitter like last week that broke down the thing that that Kanye may fear uh, against Drake is that Drake reportedly got with Kim, of course, not that long ago when she's still married to Kanye. Everybody kind of traced it back to that somehow. Somebody did this crazy private eye investigative on on Twitter where he broke they broke down like lyrics and songs that said, "Hey, Drake and Kim, they're they got together Which while she was still with Kanye." Kim, Kim has come out and said no. But then who knows? Kanye went on Twitter, apologized to Drake for having left him off a song, then um promised to attend a Drake show. Uh, Kanye praising Drake, saying that his show looks incredible from the pictures he's seen online. Uh, the report is that Drake will allow Kanye to go to a show and won't ban him or anything like that. So, so the Kanye reunion's coming, too? To recap, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B fight, wig lost, ass ripped out of a gown, shoe, shoe thrown. Yeah. Drake and Meek Mill perform together, all happy, beef squashed. Drake, Kanye beef... May be a thing. Kanye wants to go to a show, but Kanye apologizing, which is weird because what's he apologizing for? Is he apologizing that he maybe told Pusha T about the sun, or is he apologizing because he read that Twitter thread and he's like, oh my God, my wife cheated on me with Drake? <laughs> uh, it's interesting what's uh, what's kind of going on in hip hop right now, but man, I'm telling you, that Drake Meek Mill thing was pretty good to see uh, them all come together. Uh, James Conner, pretty good in Le'Veon Bell's absence. Uh, ran for two touchdowns, 135 yards. Great game for James Conner. He did have a, a pretty costly fumble. Here's what Ben said about uh, James Conner. I thought he played well. Uh, ran hard, caught the ball well, made plays for us. So I was really, I told him, I was really proud of the way he played in his first game. Uh, yeah, James Conner, uh, here he was after the game talking about his performance. Wasn't enough. Wasn't enough to win. You know, we want to win, but yeah, had some good runs and stuff like that. But 
it wasn't enough to win. So credit to the Browns. I mean, they played a hell of a game. Solid defense. So we'll see him again. James Conner here, uh, by the way, is unbelievable, right? Why? Can, How? Can what I, is it? Can I even express in words for those people who are just listening to us this morning and may have been living in a cave over the weekend and didn't, did not see any pictures of it on social media or did not watch a Steelers game? How could you even describe James Conner's hair? Party in the back. <laughs> Is it a party in the back? Yeah, it's kind of flowing a little bit. I kind of feel like there's a party going on in the middle, too. Yeah, there's a party in the middle. It's like he shaved half of his head. The back is still flowing. It's like the middle is like the entry door to the party, though. But but then there's two lines (laughs) in the middle. Okay, so you mean to tell me... It's like getting the party got to cross through. (laughs) Okay, hold on. James Conner's haircut... (laughs) Is business in the front, uh-huh. and then there is a gateway in the middle of his head, right? Yeah, yeah. There are yeah. two lines, which Bob is describing as a door or a gateway. It's like we'll, getting get in the club. We'll call it a portal. <laughs> there is a portal to the back of James Conner's head, which still has longer flowing hair. All right, that's that's a good description on James Conner's hair. Listen, you are not going to get a breakdown of James Conner's performance. The, the blocking, uh, all that, the, the running, how he was hitting his lanes, you're not going to get that on our show. No. I will tell you this right now, though. I don't care who you listen to to get your Steelers recap from. You know, you might listen to our friends at the DVE Morning Show. Sure, I'm sure yeah, they got yeah. Steelers experts on and Mike Prezuda talking uh-huh. about all the details of the game. You might listen to, like, uh, Steelers Nation, like the radio network, and listen to that. Our buddy Adam Crowley and stuff like that, getting, mm-hmm. getting full breakdowns. Of the, I'm telling you, there is nobody who will break down <laughs> James Conner's hair like we just broke it down. I am so glad Steelers season is back, man. Uh, James Conner, after he scored his first touchdown, uh, definitely made it a point to go extra crazy and celebrate with the offensive line. I don't care what they're all going to say publicly. That was definitely planned out. And they said, James, if you score, we're all celebrating together. We're all in, Because yeah. I think there was, a, it might have been Jesse James or something, there was somebody right there with James Conner. He bypassed them and went right into the arms of the offensive line, and they all celebrated with James Conner. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I just don't care what they're saying. That was definitely pre-planned as a, hey, Le'Veon, we, we're good over here. Here's, right, here's right. James Conner on the celebration. I mean, I walked in untouched. I don't do that unless the line up front is making a hole for me. So as soon as I got in. I'll turn around and celebrate with those guys that made it possible. Yeah, I mean, that's what he's going to say. But it was def- to me, it was definitely like, hey, if you score, we're going we're extra crazy, uh-huh. uh, James, in the offensive line. So uh, it was a mess of the game. Steelers blew the fourth quarter lead. T.J. Watt is a complete uh, problem. He's a monster. He really had four sacks yesterday, four sacks, and they blocked field goal in overtime. Steelers don't win that game if it's not for T.J. Watt uh, completely beasting out. Uh, The NFL in general is becoming such an unwatchable product. The Steelers alone had 12 penalties for 116 yards yesterday. It was like every third play was a penalty. Mm -hmm. It is a struggle to get into any sort of rhythm watching an NFL game. It's And I know it's the first week, but it's just flags and... 
you know, the play obviously wasn't great because of the conditions, but uh, the Steelers struggle through it, and I don't know how to feel. It, it, does it feel like a loss? Eh, how about that hair, of, though? How about that hair? I'm telling you, it's business in the front. If you're just looking from the front, you don't get any of the back. You don't get the middle. No, it's even shaped up nice in the front. Shaped up. It, it's speaking business in it the is, front. It is. It is business in the front. It is all business in the front. Halfway, though. Then there is a over-the-top portal that leads you to the back. No where coming the, back. Whoo, the James Conner party is in the back, and it is open. Saturday at Heinz Field, uh, Penn State completely came into town and destroyed Pitt. You know, Heinz Field was sold out. Uh, it was rainy. It was crappy, but... You know, uh, an incredible atmosphere to see uh, Heinz Field sold out for a pick game. Yeah, packed. And it, it was close there for a little, and then it oh. was it wasn't. Uh, Penn State fifty-one to six over Pitt. We rarely talk about Pitt football on the show, but it is time, probably for the only time all season, to read Pitt football Facebook comments. Here we go. We are going to a very deep, dark place on the internet. It's time for 96.1 KISS Facebook comments. Facebook comments brought to us by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Uh, Penn State beats Pitt 51-6 in the Facebook comments. Robert C., time to resign. Sorry, but you embarrassed all of us alums today. Utterly atrocious coaching and preparation. Uh, Narduzzi, you essentially told your kicker mid-game that he sucks so bad he can't even make a 24-yarder. Unacceptable. Danny M. Police report no arrests or major fighting incidents. Apparently, they did not watch the game to see Pitt get their ass kicked all over the field. Kevin F. Best decision I made all year is I flipped two tickets for $300 and watched a quarter of this mess from my warm couch before falling asleep. Kevin S. Canceling trip to South Bend. Oh, no. John M. When 15 fifth-year seniors play like freshmen, it's the coaching, and Narduzzi is a bust. Looking at our schedule, I don't see any game in which Pitt will be favored. This is going to be ugly. JT, when you consider how bad and inept Pitt football has been for quite some time now, perhaps they'd be better off just dropping the program and adding a powerhouse hockey team. I... Did we just lose Pitt football? Do, do we need to send Pitt football to the crossroads? Should the whole hockey pro- team? All right, well, there goes Pitt football. Had a good run. Football. Bring on hockey! It's hockey town. And a minimus pit football. And a minimus pit football. Damn. Wow. I didn't think we need to cancel the program after that, but hockey team sounds fun. Tiffany T, this is the curse of Wanstat. Is there a Wanstat whisper? Like, do Pitt fans have that? Do Pitt fans whip their Wanstat out? Like, Steeler fans whip their cower and their no wow. out? Now listen. Next thing you know, whoosh. If I had, out. If I had the choice to whip something out, uh-huh. I would love to whip out my Wanstat. I mean, that just sounds like a party, right? If you know somebody who it gets does. so it mad does. at Pitt football, they whip their Wanstat out, that's a person I want to watch Pitt football. At. I imagine once you whip it out, too, it's got a mustache. Of course it's always got had a that beautiful mustache. Bob H here. Shame on you, doozy. Resign now for being so unprepared. Not my money's worth, and I want answers. Disgraceful. Remember Stallings? You're next, doozy. You're next. And we'll end here. Uh, Pit Facebook comments after Penn State. Dad's cutting a wrestling promo. Uh, <laughs> You're next, doozy. See what we did to Stallings? <laughs> Shoot him up. Spin him out. You're next. 
doozy. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> By the way, calling Pat Narduzzi just doozy, I love it. Like, that's definitely a person who whips their wand stash out, oh, right? 100%. All right, we'll end here. Pitt Facebook comments after they get destroyed by uh, Penn State. Uh, John B. Pitt should be embarrassed. The future looks bright in Happy Valley. Not so much in Oakland with fart doozy. <laughs> not nard doozy, not fart. doozy. Fart doozy! <laughs> right now, though, we have to talk to our boy. After the Steelers tie the Browns 21-21 to in week one, he calls our show all the time. He <laughs> loves Pittsburgh, loves all the teams. It is crazy Italian guy, bro. That was the mud ball, okay? We're playing against Mother Nature in that. Like, no teams are in their natural state when you're in weather, when you're in uh, conditions like that. Do you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like a fish out of water. You can't breathe, and you're just trying to flop back in the water. Bro, you're flopping around. It was the first game in the first place where you're always knocking a little rust off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we had to play in a damn natural disaster, okay? <laughs> so the teams weren't in their natural state. Here's their natural state. We're champions, bro. All those turnovers and... We played against the Jagoff reps, too. Let me tell you that. That Jagoff, Sean Smith especially, okay? He wanted Cleveland to win. They were Cleveland guys. They wanted them to win, okay? We played against them. We played against Mother Nature. Wow. And we played, we played against ourselves, bro. And we still managed to tie it. And let me tell you this. Cleveland sucks, okay? Everyone's <laughs> going to say, oh, yeah, they've been loading up. They've been loading up for 20 years, bro. <laughs> they and they're still going to stop. Okay? They were in a natural disaster. The refs were helping them out. And they still couldn't beat us. So that's the way it is, dude. And listen to this, too, dude. I don't know what anyone else is saying. I love Connor. I love what we did. But I wish we had Le'Veon, bro. Yeah. We need Le'Veon back. You know what I'm saying? Oh, let me get a let me, let me take a second here, okay? Bro? I let mean, me listen, like, I, for anybody feeling down about the tie, you just put it in perfect perspective. Not only were the Steelers playing themselves, they were playing the refs, and I think the biggest opponent of all, the Steelers were playing Mother Nature. Mother Nature, bro. Mother taking it all on, bro. And they still didn't lose. They still didn't lose, dude. All those chances, like, it's going to be all right. I can't wait for the rematch with Cleveland. I can't wait till they come to Pittsburgh. We might beat them 50 nothing when they come to Pittsburgh. Now, now. I don't want to okay. put words. Hey, I don't want to put words in your mouth. But are the Steelers going to be undefeated from here on out? We already started undefeated, bro. We already started undefeated, okay? Maybe we don't get the 19 wins, but we go 18-0-1, bro, you know? 18-0-1, bro. Super Bowl champions, okay? There's no stopping us, Big Bad. We're going to win a Super Bowl, bro. Oh, man. I just love having you hype about the Steelers, man. It's like music to my ears. <laughs> we love you, man. I love you, too, bro. Dude, hey, one other thing, though, bro. Yeah. 11 wins, dude, okay? There's 20 games left. Just give me 11 wins, please, bye. 11 wins gets us a winning season. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
Come on, dude. Just give me the winning season. <laughs> I mean, come on. Just the winning season. That's it. Dude, that's all I'm asking for right now, bro. I wanted the series. I wanted more. No fair weatherness, bro. Just give me a winning season, bro. I love you, man. <laughs> I love you too, Bab. I'm a little sweaty right now. I'm all out of sorts right now. I got to go chill out right now. And, 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 and R.I.P. Mac Miller. Damn shame about Mac Miller, dude. Pittsburgh icon. Damn shame. R.I.P., bro. But you know what, dude? Sunny days are ahead. You know what I'm saying? R.I.P. Let's go, Steelers. And let's go, Buckers. 11 damn wins, Buckers. Let's go. All right, bro. All right, everybody. I'll talk to you guys soon, dude. There he is. Crazy Italian guy. <laughs> dude, he is still watching the Pirates. That is no fair weatherness right there. Wins, bro. He is fired up about the Steelers, but he is still watching the Pirates. That is no fair weatherness <laughs> from Crazy Italian guy. Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh, sad news uh, that everyone was hit with Friday, the passing of uh, Mac Miller, Pittsburgh rapper, Pittsburgh musician, uh, dead at the age of 26. We've been talking about Mac all morning, just reflecting on uh, just who he was as a person, who he was musically. And like I said, this isn't just Mac Miller Monday on the show because uh, it's not just like a one-day thing no, and, then it, uh-huh. and then it's over. Uh, this is going to hurt for the city, for Mac's family, Mac's friends for a long time. And uh, we're going to look back on some fond moments we had uh, on our show of Mac. I mean, you guys know, I said this earlier in the show, we don't have a lot of guests on our show. We run our show a little bit differently. We don't have a lot of people call into the show. Um, you know, people that have music and movies and books to promote and experts on things. We just don't. I don't know. We just run our show differently. But, you know, one of our top three guests of all time, whether he was dropping an album and just calling the show uh, or whenever he was in town, like coming up to the studio. Just hanging out. I mean, the first time he uh, when he dropped his kids mixtape, I mean, that was almost a decade ago. He did it up here with his friends in our studio. I'm just so hype about it, man. <laughs> and uh, it just sucks. It sucks for the city, like I said, for his family and his friends. Just know that we are, uh, we're thinking about you, and uh, it's, it's a big loss, and it's going to take a long time to get over the, uh, the loss of Mac Miller. So we want to remember Mac not only as the person today like we've been doing, but also his music. So, uh, you know, if you, were a, if you were a fan of Mac, just enjoy some of Mac's music as we look back on just the, uh, the person – the genius that is Mac Miller. Yeah. The world is so small till it ain't. I'm building up a wall till it breaks. She hated when I call and it's late. I don't want to keep you waiting. I hope I never keep you waiting. Please put hey. a thumb in the air. Hey.
every day I got a filled up phone. Ladies trying to text me saying that they home for the summer and they heard that I'm living on my own. So they want to come to the crib, maybe cook me some supper, but I'm busy. So I'm ignoring her. Yeah, I just touched down in California. Now I'm headed to the beach, going swim in the water like I'm trying to sneak in across the border. This is what I was talking about when I said kids was going to be some life changing But shout out Pittsburgh, man. Most dope. Big germ making me sound crispy and shit. I'm treating me right. Yeah. Hell yeah. We're gonna be alright. Gonna be alright. Pittsburgh, he was Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Mac Miller, wherever you are, Mac, Pittsburgh, everybody here, we love you. We're thinking about you today and forever, man. I'm just trying to represent the city. I'm not trying to be the coolest, be anything but someone that works hard and loves the place he's from. He loved his city, and his city loved him. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. Thoughts and prayers from 96.1 KISS. Uh, Mikey and Bob, it is the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh, whew, wow. All right. That's a show. Yeah. All over the place today. Highly emotional show. Um, and we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, Steelers tying the Browns. You know, that'll lead to fun Steelers stuff over the week. Hearing players, Coach Tomlin, I'll respond to that. And that'll go all week. Who yeah. do they play next week? Chiefs, right? Oh, God. Am I right about that? I just, I got a bad feeling, man. I just, I don't know. The Chiefs look unstoppable. 
They're so fast. They I'm, are really fast. I'm scared. Someone just hold me. You know, every time I get that bad feeling, I just need to talk to crazy Italian guy. Hearing him call us today, and not only is he uh, predicting the Steelers going undefeated and winning number seven, he is still worried about the Pirates getting a winning record. I mean, good for him. He is so Pittsburgh, man. He has no fair weatherness. He is still raging about the Pittsburgh Pirates getting a winning season. He did come out of nowhere with that today. We were talking to him. Just I like, thought it was going to be all Steelers, but then it's like, and come on, Pirates. <laughs> all right. Freak show question of the day today. This will be with Tall Kathy around 530. Freak show question today. What part of the Steelers-Browns game did me and Bob give an in-depth breakdown of? You know, Steelers Monday after the tie versus the Browns. What part of that game did we give an in-depth breakdown of? It wasn't a play. It was James Conner's hair. That's where we spent most of our Steelers time today. As far as the game went, James Conner's hair. I mean, there's so many That's layers. Right. There's layers of it. We did a full breakdown of it. We didn't break down like the interceptions, the fumbles. James Conner's running. We kind of touched on it a little bit, but really... The most in-depth we got about the Steelers game today was James Conner's hair. And I feel like with as a disaster and a meh game that that was, that's really the part I took away from the game. I will not remember anything about that Steelers game other than remember James Conner's hair? So that's the answer to the Freak Show question of the day around 5.30. James Conner's hair. Also, Tall Cappy is going to have more Justin Timberlake tickets around 4.30. Be listening to her show. Uh, six more chances throughout the day today um, to win trips to our iHeartRadio Music Fest in Vegas, which oh, is in Vegas. a couple weeks. Yeah. So eleven ten with Ryan Seacrest, your next chance at that. Um, by the way, here's some news. Now, if you're listening to the show today, of course, a lot of Steeler talk after week one. Talked a lot about Mac Miller, paid a lot of tribute to Mac Miller this morning, which that's not just today. We're going to continue that all week. And, yep, yep. you know, moving forward on the show, sharing more Mac stories. And, uh, you know, we'll definitely bring back tomorrow more times that he was on our show because he's just such a funny, down to earth Pittsburgher, man. Uh, so we'll definitely, uh, we'll definitely have more Mac Miller on the uh, show throughout the uh throughout the week but today with all the stuff we covered and with what happened over the weekend everything bob guess what hmm. the naked street comes to an end no naked people on the show today none there was no story about somebody getting drunk somewhere somebody you know go, going crazy somewhere nobody got naked uh, we didn't have a naked story on the show today we had 25 shows in a row with a naked person sadly that was it tomorrow we will hit the reset button and start back at one because our naked streak has come to an end at 25 shows. Wow. I didn't even really realize it till the end of the show here. We were covering so much other... No, na- no naked person. Kept their pants on over the weekend. No naked person on the show. All right, listen, if you missed anything on the show today, it was kind of a loaded show. Uh, now, we're going to do a full show podcast, right? Yeah. With everything we did on the show today. Mac Miller, Steelers, crazy Italian guy. All the all the full show will be up there on our podcast. But also, we're going to do another separate podcast that's just going to be all the different times we were talking about Mac and paying tribute to Mac Miller. So this is going to actually be two podcasts today, a regular full show, 
And then just a uh, kind of Mac Miller tribute. If you guys want to check that out, share it with your friends, your family. If you know Mac Miller fans, just pass it on to mm-hmm. them. And we're going to be doing that kind of throughout the week. So uh, you can get that on the free iHeartRadio app if you missed any of the uh, show today. All right, is that it? Are we done with the show today? uh, I think we're good, yeah. All right, thank you guys for listening. We will uh, see you tomorrow. Ryan Seacrest Show up right now. Hey, what's up? It's Mac Miller, and right now you're listening to Mikey and Big Bob. They're like the human number 10 because one is tall and one is fat. It's the Kiss Morning Freak Show. KSTHD Pittsburgh. Let's go! This is On Air with Ryan Seacrest. We are, like,